Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 175th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I am your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to jump straight into our news segment, this time joined by Aaron Beyer to discuss two recent news items that popped up for Jurassic fans this past week. That would be Jurassic World Evolution, Secrets of Dr. Wu, and Lego Jurassic World, The Secret Exhibit. Now, they are both great-looking additions to the Jurassic lore, so I am excited to start discussing them more and more here on the podcast. And after that, we're going to present our annual holiday gift guide featuring some of the most interesting, unique, and fun items out there right now for Jurassic fans. Hopefully, if you are in the market for some ideas for this holiday season for either your own list or somebody that you know, just maybe we can help you out with that problem. Aaron Byer yet again joins me as we each give our uh, five or so items for you to choose from. Uh, You know, we always love putting these episodes together. There's so much great stuff out there, so I hope you enjoy. But as always, we have uh, some things to get out of the way before we get started here over on our YouTube channel last week. We had a look at the Battle Damage Gallimimus. Uh, We also did a trip out to Universal's Aventura a hotel. Now they have a universal store in there, which also has some really cool Jurassic items, so make sure to give that one a watch. And we also had a uh, Legacy Gallimimus haul video where I went out to the store and found that Legacy Gallimimus figure. And lastly, we posted episode 174, the Jurassic Mailbag. Now, this week, uh, we're going to have a review of that Legacy Gallimimus figure, and uh, I think we're also going to be trouncing around Camp Jurassic at Universal Orlando's Islands of Adventure. I know uh, Tom is going to be unboxing and reviewing the Amazon-exclusive slash Walmart-exclusive Fallen Kingdom DVD, and uh, I think we're going to have a review and unboxing of a special Legacy figure coming up this week as well. Now, I also know a lot of you really enjoy our Jurassic Mailbag, so next week we'll be recording our final Jurassic Mailbag for 2018. So, uh, yeah, don't worry, it'll be back in 2019. But make sure to send in your voicemails for that huge episode so you can call our voicemail line at 732 825-7763 you can email your voice memos to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com or you could submit a message on our website's contact form now of course we are really excited about the final mailbag of this year it's uh, been such a huge year for Jurassic fans so make sure to call in to be a part of it but alright why don't we get this episode kicked off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research. Access main program. Access main security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. 
Frontier has announced Jurassic World Evolution Secrets of Dr. Wu coming the 20th of November. Let's take a listen to that audio. To some people, what I do is indistinguishable from a miracle. The complexities involved in recreating life millions of years expired unfathomable. In the right hands, genetic modification is the most powerful tool ever created. Like any tool, it requires skill to wield. And when used correctly, it creates art. There are no miracles here. There is science. And my experiments are simply the next step. Why imagine the possibilities when I can make them a reality? Evolution is just the start. So with me today in the news, I have Aaron Beyer. Uh, Aaron, what do you think about uh, this little announcement here from Frontier? There's some really cool stuff in this announcement. I'm back and I'm excited. This looks awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Uh, There's uh, a lot of uh, cool details. So this is a DLC that you actually have to purchase. Now, um, actually, before we do that, why don't I I mention quickly here, there is an update, uh, update 1.5 coming that is free for everybody that already has the game. Um, That includes dinosaur behaviors, uh, such as like group leaders, stuff like that. Uh, That's kind of like confusing to me, um, group leaders. Yeah. I guess the other dinosaurs will follow that group, whether they're sleeping, whether they're uh, stampeding or, or drinking or whatever they're gonna what they're gonna do. But I don't understand like the group ment- mentality of like who gets to be the group leader and all that stuff. Uh, that's a little funny. Yeah, I kind of don't know how I feel about that one because it's not been like described in depth. I w- we were talking about this. Is it a visual thing? Like where mm-hmm. your alpha maybe has like plumage, like in Jurassic Three. Um, is it like is it just they follow them because to be quite honest with you I don't necessarily know if I want all my dinosaurs like grouped up in like a large pen I don't necessarily want them grouped up like all surrounding one individual so we'll see I think there's other things I'm actually more excited for in this pack like the Trudon and the well that's 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 the the other one this is update oh, 1.5 the, the free one Free stuff. Yeah, the okay. free one it has the group leaders and sleeping uh, patterns and stuff like that. So that's really cool. I'm excited about the sleeping patterns. It has day-night cycles, um, which is included in like the challenge and sandbox mode. And I think you can unlock it for all the uh, career stuff, but after like five stars. Um, it has higher capacity feeders and some new contracts. So not a ton there, but some interesting stuff to take a look at. But that's just the the free one for everybody. Yeah, not a ton, and honestly, I haven't been in since the vanilla version, and so I've now missed, I believe this is the second update to come out since the vanilla, Yeah. Um, with the Jurassic World updates, I should say. Um, so I'm actually excited to get in there and kind of have another go at this. I think they've um, they've added, like, photo spots even in the last update. I'm excited to see what this leadership thing is, um, you know, just yeah. how that plays out. I'm excited to have higher capacity feeders for sure. Um, but... At the same time, I wish there was kind of some other things like just we were talking like buildings or uh, like I really, really want the ability to be a walking park ranger like in their other game, Zoo Tycoon. Um, Now, I don't know how hard that is to necessarily like 
essentially copy and paste that code into this game. Obviously, it's more complicated than that, but that's something I'm really, really wanting, and I hope we get that eventually. Yeah, I mean, that that would be really awesome. I do like the uh, addition of, like, being able to see from different points of view. That is pretty nice. Um, but, yes, being able to walk around would be a lot of fun. But, you know, these these are the minimal uh, updates for now. Um, the the big updates are the ones you're going to have to pay for, which uh, I think I said is $14.99 here in the U.S. So we're, we're talking about Secrets of Dr. Wu, which is actually a really... Really cool thing. If you heard that audio, obviously that we played, um, you'll you'll hear the the sense of like, uh, kind of like the dread of Doctor Wu. He kind of like sounds very like dire and, and all that, and and also like very serious. So I love that they're putting a lot of effort into this. Um, you have let's see, on November twentieth, you got new missions, new locations. Uh, the locations are sort of new. They're basically new facilities on Morta and Takanyo. Uh, so you'll just be working on a different section of that park or those parks. Uh, we have new dinosaurs, like you had just mentioned, the, the Trudon and the, uh, this one's, I don't know how to pronounce this, Oloro Titan, maybe? Uh, maybe. I mean, it kind of just looks like a bigger Parasaurolophus. Yeah. Um, it's like a fanned horn instead of a, a narrow one. But so... Now, new locations, do you think they're opening up new land masses then for us, or do you think these are going to be new buildings? Um, I would assume new land masses. So, like, uh, I hope not, new not, land not like, not new islands or anything, but just new sections of those islands that we haven't sure. seen before. So, just hidden over the hill, you have some secret facilities, sort of like, you know, the Raptor Pen or the Indominus Pen. We're always like, in some other location on uh, Nublar that we n- didn't know about, you know, or the guests right. didn't know about. So that's what I'm assuming there. Uh, I like the Trudon there. That's kind of like, you know, it's the carryover from like Jurassic Park, the game. Uh, yep, absolutely. In, in this game, it has a poisonous bite, which is pretty cool. Um, that's something we haven't experienced before. So, did, it, did it not have a poisonous bite in the game? I can't remember now. It, it's been so I think long. it I think it might have in that game, but at least um, in, in Evolution, it's kind of like a new skill for these uh, dinosaurs here. So, oh, sure. Uh, sure I guess yeah. uh, the, the Dilophosaurus maybe, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, there's also, I guess, the big inclusion here is hybrids. Now, big is kind of overstating it maybe. We have three hybrids. The Ankylodocus, or however you want to pronounce that, a Stegoceratops, and a spy- Spinoraptor. Spinoraptor actually looks pretty cool. Stegoceratops, we got that. The Ankylodocus, Docus, however you say it, is basically Ankylosaurus and a Diplodocus. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, interesting. That is, there's only three hybrids. Like I was saying, he took Doctor Wu took this this like teaser here very seriously. And then it's like it reveals to only three hybrids. So that was a slight disappointment for me, but I am excited to see what kind of havoc they're going to wreak on the island. Yeah, only three hybrids. But to be honest with you, I, I mean, I said it. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We just said it a million times. Um, like a huge hybrid, like nut. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool that they're doing it again. It's still this great homage to the old chaos effect stuff. Obviously, uh, it's referencing um, some Jurassic World stuff and and Fallen Kingdom. But again, I'm kind of over the hybrids. I think I would have appreciated three more just new species in general. But if this is a way to extend Wu's story more than anything, I think that's more important than really anything is expanding the story. And so if they feel that hybrids is the way to do it, you know, who knows what's to come in another expansion? Maybe this is just for this one. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's not all that new. I mean, we have the Indoraptor and we have the Indominus already on the island. So it's not like 
uh, all that new, I guess. Um, like the story, right? You're yeah, saying? for story-wise, yeah. Um, we also have some comfort jeans. So uh, I guess, you know, you could tr- uh, tailor your dinosaurs to, to different, uh, I don't know, comfort levels, I guess. Um, we also have the Indominus Rex camouflage jean, which is going to be a really cool addition. I'm excited to see how that plays out. How well you can see the Indominus, uh, you know, I guess when it breaks out or anything like that, how how destructive it could be being camouflaged. I'll see what the, I'll be interested to see what the park guest reaction is. Yeah, that's really cool. Like I said, this is the update that's going to get me back in. It's going to get me back playing, uh, and it couldn't come at a better time um, yeah. between kind of now this, you know, for me with the holidays coming up, I'm not really looking to jump into a big sixty dollar one hundred hour game. So. Fourteen ninety nine. If that can tide me over till the end of the holidays, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, lastly, here we just have some building upgrades. So incubation speed increase, transport team speed increase, and advanced storm defense. So yeah, that's it. But um, yeah, so fourteen. Yeah, for fourteen ninety nine, that's actually not too bad. That's some good stuff in there. Fourteen ninety nine is, I feel like, one of the lower uh, DLCs that you can get. Usually, they're a little bit more than that. Um, so it's not too expensive. I'm sure there will be more. So you'll probably end up paying 15 bucks again and again, like maybe two, two or three more times. Hopefully, I'll say hopefully because I'm down for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's what we got. So that is the uh, the secrets of Doctor Wu. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, no, totally. Me too. Can't wait. So make sure to head to our show notes to find all the links for Jurassic World Evolution Secrets of Dr. Wu. But also, uh, almost forgot to mention this, don't forget to check out the interview with Frontiers, Bo Merritt, on our website, all about Jurassic World Evolution and Secrets of Dr. Wu. Tom Fishenden did a great job with the interview and the article, so don't miss it. Next up here in the news, we have LEGO Jurassic World, the secret exhibit. Let's take a listen. It is my life's work to make John Hammond's dream of a dinosaur theme park a reality. It will be the greatest achievement in science since... Simon! Claire! Come on! There is a slight problem. What? The cargo helicopter bringing the dinosaurs from Isla Thorna? They are not paying me enough for this. It's late. See, it goes up. See, it goes down. See, it goes up. See, it goes down. These three dinosaurs are the park's new surprise exhibit. I'll deliver these dinosaurs myself. What could go wrong? Whoops. Don't you worry. I've got this. Oh! <laughs> and that's called leadership. You're not afraid of a little adventure, are you? I'm working on an island filled with dinosaurs. How much more adventurous do I need to get? Yeah. Really starting to doubt your piloting skills. And away we go. So, Aaron, we have another uh, Lego Jurassic World uh, little featurette here. I guess it's two parts. 
debuting on NBC. Uh, what, what, what is the date? The 29th of uh, November. That's that's really exciting. I know I really enjoyed the uh, the previous Lego Jurassic movie, and there's there's actually been uh, quite a bit of like little shorts and stuff here and there. But uh, I enjoyed the Indo- uh, the Indominus Escape. I think it was called. Uh, yep. That was that was a lot of fun. So I'm excited for the secret exhibit. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Uh, what's interesting about this is that it's a story that takes place between uh, the original franchise and this new franchise. So, no. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's essentially since Jurassic World has started and uh, basically kind of like a little bit of backstory for um, Owen and Claire and some of the dinosaurs on the island. Um, let me go ahead. I'm going to read this little synopsis. It's made, you have two, uh, three, three or four paragraphs here I'll read. Um, NBC has partnered with Universal Brand Development and the Lego Group for the upcoming debut of a two-part animated special, Lego Jurassic World The Secret Exhibit. The all-new animated special, inspired by the blockbuster Jurassic World franchise, will air on November 29th at 8pm Eastern Time on NBC. The story takes place before the adventures of Jurassic World in 2015. With the grand opening of Jurassic World's new super-secret dinosaur exhibit just days away, only one thing is missing. The dinosaurs. In order to get the job done, Simon Mizrani enlists his newly hired assistant, Claire Deering, to ensure the new attraction opens on time, or else. Unfortunately, Owen Grady, the animal behaviorist Claire hired to deliver the dinosaurs, is late. Things aren't looking too good for Claire or for Owen, who just wants to deliver the dinosaurs and collect his paycheck and get off the island. But the mission to deliver the dinosaurs turns out to be far more difficult than anybody could have imagined. From a runaway gyrosphere, hang gliding with a pteranodon, how did they get out of the aviary? To a high-speed game of chicken with a T-Rex, Owen will earn his paycheck and then some. And Claire just may get promoted to assistant manager of park operations. Along the way, we get the first inklings of why Owen and Claire drive each other crazy. But despite their differences, they succeed and make a great team. Oh, and Owen meets Blue for the first time as he discovers he has a way with dinosaurs he never knew about. So, the two-part special will be available to stream the morning after the NBC broadcast on November 30th across multiple platforms, including the NBC app and NBC.com, where it can be viewed without a login, as well as on Hulu and on demand. It will also be available for download from major digital retailers. The DVD with exclusive bonus content drops January 15th, 2019. Whew, that was a mouthful. A lot of information there, uh, but really cool. Um, I want to say the last special was available on DVD before Christmas. I could be wrong. I know that I did receive the DVD for Christmas one year, so maybe it was a full year later that I got it. Well, I don't it was know. Like, I forget. It was I a pack-in with Jurassic World, like with a Jurassic World DVD. So I, it could have been a whole year later that I got it. But um, really cool that they're doing this again. Can't wait. This is kind of a fun, again, I consider the Lego stuff like loose cannon where yeah because it's lego and it's a little silly it it physically can't be actual canon because they do things like you know eat hot dogs and do circuses and like we're you know weird weird kind of uh kitty stuff like that but the last one was really good so i'm hoping uh that this amps up the quality even further and what's even more exciting is this to me shows that universal is not kidding when it comes to jurassic lego has already i believe announced that Jurassic is not going anywhere in their line. Um, they plan on making more sets and more minifigs 
uh, as time goes on. So it's not like the ones that are on the shelf now are it for another, you know, another three years. Um, they want it, They're taking this as seriously, it seems, as as um, Mattel is taking Jurassic. Yeah, um, I, I do think it is interesting that there is such a slim picking, you know, for uh, the Lego line. There's, there's not a ton of sets out there, but yeah, hopefully we get a big expansion on that. And this is definitely like, you know, saying we believe in the product. Um, I thought the uh, the Indominus Escape was like a big thing, and they debuted it on DVD, and I think it was on Netflix as well, um, and YouTube, I believe. It was like a very confusing uh, distribution there for that one. But this one is 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 even bigger. Like they're they actually have faith in it to debut it on like national television. Um, right. You know, uh, around Thanksgiving time or a little like a week or so after. So it's still a big time. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. It's going to be on NBC uh, 8 p.m., like prime time there. So that, that is that is fantastic. Um, and you mentioned like loose cannon for sure because some of these details are a little interesting. You know, Simon Rizrani enlists his newly hired assistant. So if, if Claire's newly hired, this would be back in like 2004 uh, when she was like an intern, so maybe like shortly after that. But we know like Owen wasn't that young when he met Blue. It was like a few years ago because we saw it, you know, basically in, in Fallen yeah. Kingdom. So it, it's a, they're a little loose with their timelines here, but that's fine. And pick and choose if you want. There's some fun stuff in here. It looks like it's going to be really fun, funny kind of thing. The last one was certainly very funny. Um, and certainly for a demographic of kids, kids absolutely love this. I've, uh, I, I know from many parents out there that have told me like their kids love this thing. So uh, I'm excited to see the reaction uh, on national television. I think that's going to be great. Yeah, you know, this kind of sparks my imagination even a little further. It's like, you know, we've had the Lego movie and we've had the Lego Batman movie. What if this took off so well that they started having faith and being like, you know what? Jurassic, you know, the next Jurassic World is you know, three years away, what if we did an interstitial Jura- Lego Jurassic movie, you know, an hour and a half adventure in theaters um, with top quality production value? That would be super fun. That would be, you know, when I talked to the uh, director of the last uh, Lego movie for Jurassic, um, Michael D. Black, he had a, a, you know, a little bit to say. He was kind of like being keen on, on the future of it because I, I was basically like, is this like a, you know, a backdoor pilot in a way or something like that where, you know, they're going to make more of these like a TV series because it was like the 30 minute time frame. So it's obviously like, oh, they're setting it up, right? But they never did. They never set it up for any kind of TV series or anything like that. So I'd be interested to see if they take it farther, like a movie or TV series. I think it's the perfect way to introduce it, especially on national television, maybe to see what the reaction is. Uh, that, that'd be a bigger prospect than just putting it somewhere else, you know? It's almost like Jurassic World was a surprise. I think everyone kind of knows that. It surprised Universal in how well it did. And then the second time around was like, okay, we're going to trust we're gonna trust the audience. Here's a ton of merchandise, um, way more than we've produced since probably the Lost World, and uh, you know we're gonna give you a movie. Hope, hope, hopefully, you like it. You know, and it's like people again frothing, you know, to see this frothing in the mouth to see these movies and and be a part of the franchise. So I think they're now like super confident in the fact that they really barring some quality issues they really can do no wrong at this stage you know as long as they keep on top of it and make sure that the stories are good yeah i'm excited to see where it goes but for now make sure to head to our show notes to find all of the information on lego jurassic world the secret exhibit 
Oh, there it is. There it is. Where's Aunt Claire? Seven o'clock tomorrow night on the East Dock. Make sure he gets it right. But it's alive! And everyone on the planet is going to line up to appreciate it and everything done. People would say they could see the fleas. Oh, I could see the fleas. Mommy, can't you see the fleas? Are, are these characters uh, auto erotic? No, no, no. Come on! It is that time again, everybody. The holidays are upon us. And as usual, here on the Jurassic Park podcast, we decided to pull together a few items here to give you some ideas, uh, whether it's for yourself to put on a Christmas list or for, you know, somebody you know or a kid, anybody out there that loves Jurassic Park. We've got some ideas for you, some things that, hey, maybe even we want ourselves. But uh, today, as usual, I guess in the past few years, actually, we've had Aaron Beyer here to uh, sift through some great ideas and talk about what we want and what other people would surely love uh, on their list this year. So, Aaron, how's it going? Brad, I'm doing really good, surrounded by more Mattel toys than (laughs) one should possibly be allowed to own uh, at my computer here. Um, but yeah, it is. It's the holiday season already. I can't believe it. I feel like we did this just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to, like every year I want to get this thing out, you know, in time for people to, you know, be able to research and do their, you know, due diligence to find good items and stuff like that. So hopefully this one's early enough. I mean, it seems kind of crazy how early it is, but um, it's coming up quick. You know, it always does. It sneaks up on you. And I I wanted to give everybody a heads up just in case so uh, they have some good ideas. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm loving all these items that are on my list. I kind of want them for myself. And I'm sure yours is probably the same way. Um, But, yeah, this is going to be fun. I think this is a a great time of year. And, and, And another thing, you had mentioned you have all that stuff on your desk. And I think a lot of people think this way is, especially family members and stuff like that, they're like, he has everything. You know, there's nothing else. Like, I don't know what to get him. My wife says this to me all the time. You know, when I say, oh, my God, there's so much stuff you could get me. You know, and she's like, what do you mean? Like, you have all the toys, that you know, all the posters. All what? And I'm like, no, look, there is so much more. So, you know, pass this along. If you want something, pass this along to your wife, to your to your spouse, to anybody out there that uh, has, has uh, or needs information. I think this is going to be a good source for them. Yeah, it's funny you say that because like every time a new figures get announced, I send uh, photos of the new Mattel stuff to my parents. Well, I should say my parents, my my dad doesn't care, but like my mom for sure, because my mom, my mom will maybe go to Target or something for me and check it out. And I, I send her like little collages of like the stuff I'm trying to find at Target. And a, a week or so <laughs> later, I like I instant messenger one of the photos. I was like, hey, I found this one. Like, I'm super excited. She's like. Aaron, she's like, how am I supposed to know exactly what you're buying? Like, like, and I said, mom, dot, dot, dot. And she writes back, I know you can never have too many of the same dinosaur. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I, have, I have instilled this in somebody. And it's somebody who maybe might get me a Christmas gift. Yeah, oh, that it is a good feeling, even if you have duplicates. I remember back in the days of, you know, buying uh, certain toys. I think it was even the... Um, uh, you know, the uh, original Velociraptor. I, I think I went to a birthday party at a bowling alley, like stereotypical for the 90s, right? Stereotypical uh, you know? 90s birthday party. Yeah, so I, I 
I remember having the Jurassic Park toys and I thought, I love this Velociraptor toy. Let's get it for a friend of mine. And then it turned out he also got it at that same birthday. And then I gave it to him. And it was like that thing where like, oh, we'll return it. Like, you know, no, like just keep it. It's the best thing is having duplicates of some of these things, especially like a Raptor. That would be fantastic. I don't know yeah, why parents always think like parents always think like, uh, you know, you you can only have one. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't have that mentality quite yet. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a parent now, and I already have duplicates, so I don't think I'm going to have that mentality at all. So I think I'm good. Yeah, you're all set. But why don't we kick off? We actually have uh, just around about five items here. So why don't you start off with your, your number five? Or it's not, not a, it's not a list. It's not like a top five, but like what's your first item? All right, so my first item... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't come up with a creative order, but honestly, I think everything's pretty great. So uh, let's go with something that was actually released earlier this year, which I think a lot of hardcore fans might already have this. But if you just got like a uh, casual Jurassic fan or maybe someone uh, who doesn't have the the means to spend $60 right away in the States here, um, I think Jurassic World Evolution is a fantastic gift uh, for somebody uh, or the you know a Jurassic fan in your life. Um especially with the new update coming out in the, I want to say at the end of November, um, you will get them the base game plus already something a little extra uh, as far as like free updates and stuff goes. So it's already a better game than it was at release. Wow. I feel like uh, this is a very familiar topic. I feel like we were just talking about this game. Um, I feel like we were. Yeah. I was going to put this on my list, to be honest. I was very close to putting this there, Um, but I, I was like, you know, maybe he'll do. Maybe he'll do it because we we think along the same lines sometimes with this stuff. But uh, Jurassic World Evolution, that's a must. You know, like you gotta have that. And uh, if anybody's been holding off because it is kind of like on the pricier side for you know some of these things. But uh, if anybody's holding off, that's a great thing to get. Yeah, I mean, it's just a ton of fun to just kind of zen out and build your park and run some missions. Uh, you know, it is a park simulator, as many people might know um but it is available on pc uh playstation 4 and xbox one so uh, i don't think there's really much to say about it i know i feel like we cover it a lot on the podcast as it is but i just think for this holiday it's a great gift yeah and i guess you know they kind of did that on purpose right with the uh, new dlc it's like hey you know the holidays are coming up let's boost it up a little bit make it a little bit more interesting so you know you've got something to add on there so that's cool you know i don't know uh, how that would work gift wise if you can buy you can't really buy that separately right so that'd be interesting no, just, but just just can like buy people slide like somebody 15 bucks or um <laughs> you know even just give someone a card with money inside and say look this is specifically for evolution or you yeah. could even give them buy them the disc and then maybe slip another 15 in with it you know for the dlc or something like that yeah um, i guess you can get the like you, you can find those cards like a gift card for ps4 or whatever you know, right. at yeah, Target exactly. or wherever. So yeah, that's not too bad. But yeah, so uh, that that's your number or not not number. I'm I'm like in the mode of like top five here. But uh, yeah, that's your first item. So let me move on to my first item, um, which is simply the uh, Jurassic World Attack Action. I said that backwards, but Action Attack Sukumimus figure <laughs> uh, from Mattel. Um, you know, this is an item that I was initially um not really a fan of i i looked at it online i've talked about this before but i'm looking at it online right now and i'm like it doesn't really look that good 
But I have it in person, and it is a beautiful toy. Um, one of the finest things I feel like Mattel has made from this new toy line. Um, certainly one of my favorites. And I know everybody that I've basically talked to love this thing. Um, so I would suggest putting this on the list uh, You know, for anybody out there. It might be... Uh, one of those harder ones to find in stores. I I don't always see it in stores, so there's maybe a chance that like the 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 young or the collectors don't have this item. So it's nineteen around nineteen twenty dollars, um, and it has a little action where you know the head bobs and it kind of bites and stuff like that. It's a pretty decently big figure too. Um, it's maybe like two and a half times as big as like a one of the human figures or so. Uh, tall wise, um, and it's pretty long too. So uh, I love the coloring on this thing. It's got that dark blue and like the mustardy gold uh, on the top of the frill and all that stuff. So this is like one of those must have items. I feel like, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think you said it right. Like this thing is not done justice in its original production photos or no. online. Um, this was something that I was kind of begrudgingly looking for, and then somebody begrudgingly i say like like i don't have a choice i obviously (laughs) have a choice um but it was something that was like you know thinking about passing on and then someone posted photos of their personal purchase and i was like whoa what what has happened this is there's been definite improvements over what was originally released online um a nice a nice size beefy toy the sculpt is really nice. I don't say I wouldn't think it's as I don't think it's accurate to like the production photos of uh, Sukumimus for Jurassic World necessarily. But toys don't necessarily have to be perfect uh, in that regard. Uh, but yeah, it's got a really cool action. You know, like you said, it's got that snap jaw. Uh, the fin on the back is really cool. It's got nice big um, gripping like claws on the front. It's just a really cool figure, and it's something that I'm definitely excited to have in my collection. And I think, you know kids and adults alike can enjoy this one. Yeah. You know, I, like I've always talked about, I'm not huge, a huge fan of the, like the chaos effects stuff, like the crazy colors and all that, or, you know, some of the hybrid stuff from, uh, the Jurassic world line. I think, I feel like there was even a dinosaur that had similar coloring to this one. Um, I, f- I forget what it was, but, um, I, I, I was just so shocked that I loved this thing. Um, and it is a must have. So if anybody, you know, has passed on this item, or if you haven't given it a shot, make sure to give this one a shot because it is beautiful. I would just say blind buy it. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, contemplating it, you know, blind buy it. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can get it right away. Um, I it's, it is still in stores. I do see it occasionally at target or, or, you know, elsewhere, but, um, it's it's usually like in the back underneath the shelf kind of like there's like the lower end of the shelf. It's usually like hidden in the back there, but uh, I don't see it all too often. So, uh, you know, if, if there's somebody looking for a unique Mattel toy, this is the one to get. So that is the um, Action Attack Sukumimus. So that's uh, that's my first item. All right. Well, let's see. I'll move on to my second one. And this is actually going to be a pre-order item. So you're going to probably, if you get this for someone, you're probably going to slip them a little box with a a photo inside, um, you know, saying that it's going to be delivered to their door or that you've got a copy reserved for them. But um, there are going to be Jurassic Park and Jurassic World adult coloring books. And have you ever used, have you ever like seen an adult coloring book? Have you ever used one? I I have not used one, but I have seen them. Uh, Yeah, they look pretty cool. Yeah, what I love about them is they've got super intricate images. Um, I actually have a Batman Hush uh, adult coloring book, which is 
the Hush comic book uh, by Jeff Loeb, but it's all black and white and it allows you to color it in yourself. And it's just kind of nice to kind of relax and chill out and watch some TV and get out the colored pencils and um, just kind of zone out and and color in these books. And there's actually three different ones being released. There's uh, Jurassic Park, there's Jurassic World, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And these are never small books. Uh, adult no. coloring books are usually pretty thick uh, with a lot of stuff going on. So I'm pretty excited about these. Um, they won't be out in time for uh, Christmas necessarily. Uh, but again, I'd be super thrilled if someone did a pre-order and said, hey, it's going to be at your door the day it comes out. Yeah, you know, I did see that those are coming out. And I was like, you know what? I think it might be time to get into uh, coloring again. Um, I've been on, you know, a, a kick since I had a kid now that I, I we, we like buy coloring books every now and then. And, you know, he's not very good at it yet. He's He's still under two years old. So he's just like, he just basically slams like a crayon onto the coloring book and that's the extent of his coloring. And and I'm sitting there on the other page like I'm I'm like hey look 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 at me this is how you do it. And then I I look back and I'm like oh my god I just colored the entire page. Like I just spent so much time <laughs> doing it. So it is very like therapeutic. It's a very like good feeling to kind of go through and do that. So and and another thing I'm excited about is it is always fun. Uh, to like flip through those books in the aisles at, at the store and just see like what is the artwork that's in these coloring books because sometimes there's some really unique stuff and if these are are adult ones I'm I'm re- not like that kind of adult but uh, you know for the older people I think it's it's really interesting to see maybe what kind of designs and what kind of things are in there you know yeah and I think what's great is they, these are retailing on Amazon for ten thirty nine right now uh, as a pre order okay. so it's a fairly inexpensive gift and. I think what's great is that, like you said, with your son um, getting into coloring, because Jurassic World is in the limelight again, there's actually plenty of kids coloring books uh, for Jurassic World. So, you know, coloring isn't necessarily limited to just kids. And I think what's great now is that, you know, kids and adults can kind of hang out and color together. And, you know, you know, your son can have something more his speed. uh, And then, you know, you can have something a little more, I'm not gonna say challenging necessarily, but a little more intricate and maybe a little bit more artful. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I think I might put that on my list. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I hope that uh, someone wants to pick them up for me. (laughs) All right. So um, next up on my list is, um, you know, it's a company called Smart Arts Gallery. You've maybe heard us talk about them here. Um, And uh, I know Tom has done some videos on them. I think we have some giveaways maybe coming up in the future. Um, But, yeah, we we have a poster here, which I, um, I, I love this thing. I, I really do love this poster. As soon as I saw it on their site, I was like, I need this thing. Um, and I know, you know, sometimes with the, the poster industry, we've talked about this quite a bit, actually, on like the Jurassic Wire and stuff like that when it comes to Mondo and, and all those other companies out there. Like, they're always so hard to get. Um, you know, they're all beautiful, but like you can, it's impossible to get them and they're very expensive. Um, so I've, I found this one, you know, Smart Arts Gallery, uh, produces some, uh, a lot of different stuff, but they do have a, a good collection of Jurassic stuff. So, you know, browse through, there's actually quite a bit. If you don't like this specific one that I've picked out, there's also a ton of other ones. Um, but this one here, um, I don't know if you got a chance to look at it yet, but um, oh, I'm looking at it. It's yeah. great. It's it's definitely reminiscent of something that Mondo has done. Of course, but again, yeah. Kind of takes the fun out of it with it being like you can't. Mondo takes the fun out of collecting for me in the sense where it's mm-hmm. like, I would love to give Mondo the forty dollars for the poster, but they make it like super limited. There's people doing electronic sniping, 
and getting that stuff and putting it up on eBay for a hundred dollars. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's more of a pain than anything. And I think that this is actually um, this one you've got here of the T-Rex silhouette uh, amongst the trees with like the two raptors. It's absolutely beautiful. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, when I, I do that same thing when it comes to like the Mondos and the other stuff, like I, I look at it in the email that they initially send me and I'm like, oh, there's another beautiful poster that I'll never be able to get. I'll never own it. You know, like that always crosses my mind. Um, but here we have a beautiful poster. Um, so let's see. It's a celebrate the 25th anniversary of Jurassic Park with this officially licensed limited edition print. Um, I, I think you'll have no problem getting it. Don't worry. Um, it says limited to 5,000 worldwide. So you should be pretty good here. Um, it's it's uh, 12 pounds currently on their site. They are from the UK. But um uh, that's like 16 bucks or so uh, on in the U.S. here. But yeah, like Aaron said, it's like a silhouette of the classic like T-Rex logo, uh, the fossil there. And inside you got two raptors. It looks like there's a compi in there. Um, it's very like nostalgic looking. It's got the Jurassic Park. Uh, it just says Jurassic Park up top. Uh, let's see what else does it have. It says an adventure 65 million years in the making. It's got the InGen logo at the bottom, which I love. Um, it says endorsed by Dr. Ian Malcolm and Dr. Ellie Sattler, Jurassic Park, InGen, Isla Nublar, uh, Costa Rica. Actually, yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, I'm excited for this because it's super beautiful. It's got pteranodons in there. It's got butterflies, kind of like, uh, hinting at like a butterfly effect there. Um, so that's cool. This is a very awesome poster. I am super excited to track this thing down and I hope you guys are too. So definitely check this one out in the show notes. Cause I'll include all the, I'll include like I do every year. There's like a nice little gallery of all these items that you can just click, like click, click, click right through and just find them all, um, to purchase. But, uh, this is a great one. It's actually 14 by 11 inches free shipping within the UK. Uh, I'm sure you got to just pay a little bit more for the U S or wherever else you are. But uh, this thing's great. I love it. I'm actually really excited for this. I think this might be something that I pick up. Nice, nice. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully uh, you pick it up or, you know, if you put it on your list, there you go. Put it on, that's right. I put it on my list. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we move on to my next one? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So this is something that I'm not prepared to do yet, but it is something that I'm going to do in the future once all six Jurassic movies are out. Um and that is kind of nothing necessarily licensed. Well, kind of licensed and kind of not. Um, I have a ton of Jurassic t-shirts. And I think what's really neat is the ability to be able to take those shirts um, and do like a themed like quilt or something like that. And so I just Googled like make a t-shirt quilt. And there are all kinds of tutorials, uh, companies that will essentially, you know, you, you take your old t-shirts and you make a quilt out of them. And if you're someone that maybe has Jurassic t-shirts uh, or you know someone that has Jurassic t-shirts that they don't fit in, because let's be honest, some of these shirts are that you know you might have laying around the house might be 20 years old. Some of them might be brand new but barely you know worn uh, because like like for me, like I don't really wear like movie stuff to work or anything like that. I'm, I'm surrounded by movies all the time, so I don't wear like movie t-shirts very often. Uh, but I think in the future, once all the Jurassic movies are, are done, at least the main – two trilogies um i plan on taking all my jurassic shirts and making a jurassic themed quilt uh so i think that's just a cool thing for someone to be able to make uh or like a homemade gift or something like that for this season 
You know, I, I've never even thought about something like that. So that's that's really unique. Um, I could see that being really awesome. And, you know, usually there's all kinds of different uh, blankets and stuff for Jurassic. I think you even put one on your list last year, if I believe, uh, if I remember uh, correctly. Yeah, I believe it was last year I did, like, the tapestry throw. I think yeah. where I got the idea of this, like, I've got a ton of high school, like, sports shirts that I definitely can't fit into uh, since I've gone up in size uh, again and again and again since high school. <laughs> Um, but you know, if you, if I could do it with high school stuff, why not do it with Jurassic and make a custom quilt, you know? Yeah. I like that idea. That's, that's really fun. Um, but yeah, it it is kind of tough to like part with your shirts or do something like that. Like, um, so yeah, Yeah, you have to like buy some spare shirts just to do this little task, you know, it might be worth it. It might be worth it. I don't know if it's as cost effective if you have to go buy like nine to like 15 shirts or whatever. (laughs) But um, like for me, I think there's going to be a point where I just, you know, they wear out or I don't fit into them. And maybe you've got a a collection of Jurassic or even dinosaur themed shirts that you could put in with it. Um, There's definitely enough out there now at this point that you could do that. Um, You know, I don't think shirts necessarily go up in value. I don't I don't think they do. Um, there might be a few out there, uh, but you know, why not put them to good use, put them to, especially if you're not wearing them, you might as well do something creative with them. Yeah, you might as well. Um, I, I, uh, it got me thinking about, um, uh, a shirt that I wish I still had. So, Hey, I'm going to put this on my list. Like it's not even, it's not even out there, but if anybody wants to get me that my wife, anybody out there wants to get me this like old Jurassic park t-shirt I don't know if you remember it specifically, but it's the one where that it's like the classic McCreary T Rex. Oh, dude! Brace with you and me, you and me, Brad Joe. It's like we're one mind. That shirt, <laughs> that shirt haunts. That shirt haunts my dreams. It does, dude. I know. Oh. When I when Jurassic Park was popular, I went to Myrtle Beach on a trip, and if you've ever been to Myrtle Beach, there's T-shirt stands like all over the place, right? Yeah. And this Crash McCreary like neon colored shirt was like the thing for kids to have in the nineties. And I wanted one so badly and I was refused. Like I was refused that Gallimimus from Kenner when I was that age. And oh. the last 25 years I've been wanting that. Sh- Wait, I don't think we're on the same page here. I think we're on thinking about different shirts. Cause they don't, they didn't remake this unless I'm like, are you talking about the crash McCurry T-Rex busting through the fence? Yeah. Yes, they remade that shirt. You can go buy it on PacSun, but they're always sold out. What? No way. Yup. Yup. Oh, man. Uh, my mind is boggled right now. Like, I I need that shirt. And also, I, I'm, like, reminiscing on a shirt that was, like, like for, like, like a small boy, <laughs> like oh, myself. Yeah. But, like, I could never fit in it, even if I did still have it. Like, it's not even anywhere near the same size. Not like I just, like, gained pounds or anything. But, oh, I need nope, that shirt. I know exactly what you're talking about. I am sending you the link right now, my friend. Sorry for the tangent, folks. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. PacSun Jurassic Park t-shirt, always sold out. I want that thing so badly. Oh, my God. There it is. Right? There it is. I can't. Brad. I can't believe it. It exists. Someone has the rights to make this shirt and they refuse us, Brad. Why? Paxson, what are you doing to me? This is, oh my God, I need this shirt so bad, dude. This Three reviews, Brad. Three people in the world have this shirt. 
<laughs> at least three people. All right. Oh. Where's mine? Why have I been refused this shirt for 25 years? And why am I still refused it as a 30 something year old man? Oh, I should not man. be refused this shirt. This, this is, this is like the Holy grail. I feel like of Jurassic park t-shirts. Like, it is. And when I say like, when I say shirts don't go up in price, this one on eBay and original nineties is like usually like 80 bucks. Oh my like, God. People charge a ton for this shirt. And it was, inexpensively reproduced <laughs> by Paxon, and I still can't get one. Wow. Oh, man. I, I can't believe it. That is the shirt. And, hey, if somebody wants to buy 15 of these and make me a quilt, so be it. Like, that'll be right? – I'll, I'll cover myself all day, every night, all, you know, 100% of my time. You know this what? Thing is forget, fantastic. forget the whole entire quilt. I just want <laughs> someone to spend $90 on an original one for me on eBay. That's that's it. Oh, uh, Man, you know, I, I've I've gone to links where I was like, if I still have, I've like searched all kinds of boxes in my in my parents' attic and tried to find the shirt. I don't know what happened to it. I was like, I'm gonna frame it. I don't know what wait, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna frame it. Wait, wait, wait. You had one of these? I did. I had it. And yeah. you lost it, Brad Joseph? I don't know what happened to it, dude. I I, I hate myself for that, and I don't you know, know what? what happened to if it. If it was with me, it would have been safe forever. <sighs> I know. I, I I am so mad. I am so mad. I found a, another shirt that I have, like a Jurassic Park sweater, um, but um, with just a logo on it, like a big logo in the center. But um, I never was able to find this shirt, which was from the same time period. So I yeah, don't know. I want to say my 90s Jurassic Park shirt is um, – it's the logo, and it's got kind of the – it's got like a sunrise color pattern on the inside, kind of like the the logo for the podcast has. Uh-huh. But then like behind it, it's got like this very 90s electric blue lightning strike. Oh, and man. It's you know it's super thick like screen printed and stuff like that. Oh, it's so it's so good like the ninety <laughs> shirts. But but yeah, so this shirt exists, Brad. You just gotta find it. Uh, well, since we're on the topic of shirts, I'm gonna uh, move on to one of my items, uh, which is a shirt. Um, now it, it's not anywhere near as cool as that shirt uh, from the nineties uh, or from PacSun today, um, but it, it is still a pretty fun shirt. Um, now this is uh, from Box Lunch, so I don't know what Box Lunch is. I think it's like stores um, somewhere else in the country, or it's online. Um, but um, this is uh, in the vein of an old style, like a really old style, like comic book or something like that. It has uh, it says Dynamite Tales from dot 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 Jurassic World, and it's in this like squiggly horror kind of font. Has the uh, the T Rex logo thing as the the O in in World. Um, it says Adventure on the side, and uh, it's got this like really artistically like cool um, image below, sort of like the cover of the comic book that has blue. Um, a bunch of helicopters. Looks like there's a lot of fire going on. Uh, there's like uh, character poses. Of, it says starring the T-Rex, a Mosasaurus, and a Pteranodon. And it says, meanwhile, somewhere, somewhere on Isla Nublar. It's like a very comic book feel. I love it. Yeah, it totally has like a 1930s or 40s like comic book uh, look to it. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, it kind of is in the same vein as that Crash McCree one that we're talking about. It's a full chest full of artwork, um, you know, on there. And it is really cool. They've got some other really cool shirts on here on their website. Um, you know, something that's reminiscent of 
there was a Hershey's Lost World shirt that I had when I was a kid that just had like a four panel uh, image of four different dinosaurs with the logo in between. They got something similar to that. They've got like a blue and yellow Jurassic World shirt. Uh, They've got the Raptor pack on on the front of one of their shirts. Um, They've got quite a good selection on here. And for reasonable prices, $28, I feel like for a screen printed t-shirt isn't unreasonable these days. Yeah, it's not too bad. You know, typically you're you're going to pay that unless you're at somewhere like Target or Kohl's. Um, you usually can get those for like 12 bucks or something, but uh, this is pretty standard. Um, I was recently at Universal Orlando, and there was a pretty awesome shirt. Um, it was a – I was honestly going to put it on my list, but it was like a T-Rex silhouette um, uh, with like all kinds of imagery inside the silhouette. It was really cool. Um, but I didn't get it. It was like a little, uh, somewhere over $30, but it was like a little sheer. Um, this is like a black shirt with, uh, the, almost like the comic book cover on the front full body, like you said. Um, so that's really cool. I I'm loving this shirt. I, I love how retro it feels. Um, the, I just love the imagery and the fact that it kind of like resembles a, a comic book that we've never gotten. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it is really neat. Um, Again, this is something that you've picked out that I'm definitely going to put on my Christmas list as well. Do it. Do it. All right. So it's my turn, right? Yeah. All right. Now, before this conversation, I said, hey, I might choose this or I might choose that. Get ready to kind of like go <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flow, right? <laughs> I'm throwing the rule book out the window and I'm cheating. I'm doing all three in one topic. <laughs> all right. So historically on this segment, I – like to pick a dinosaur uh, from the toy line that is something that you could get multiples of and um, fairly inexpensive and kind of like start like a little herd. Problem with that is, is that this year is we've been blessed with so many different, uh, you know, toys and figures and new merch that um, I I got, I got two that I think that people can go out right now and get a few of um, that look good with the original Kenner stuff. And then I got one that's a Kenner figure uh, that is relatively inexpensive online. So just really quickly, um, I think the uh, Mattel Ankylosaur and the Mattel Sinoceratops slash Pachyrhinosaurus, those are fantastic items to get duplicates of. And I think at Walmart, Warvor is only like $10. Uh, so these are fantastic items to get for a Jurassic Park toy collector who is maybe uh, trying to kind of put a little more realism into a collection rather than just like one of each thing. Um, but the counter figure that I'm going to suggest this year is the electronic, mm, is it Cosmosaurus or Chasmosaurus uh, from the Lost World Kenner line? Um, this actually fits in really good with the Roarvors uh, for the new Mattel set. And this is something that I think fans of new and old can appreciate because it's so i'm not going to say generic but because it fits with both toy lines um looks really cool if you can find them on ebay they're about 20 dollars a piece now uh originally retailing for about 12 dollars when they came out uh back in 97 and uh i think the artwork on this is really really cool if if you're not familiar with the dinosaur it's kind of like a triceratops but it has like a a square frill Mm -hmm. instead of a round circular one and uh, if you can get one that still has its roaring, roaring function, that's even a better bonus. Yeah, that's uh, that specific one is one that I, I never owned. Um, it really was not really on my radar a lot as I don't think as a kid at all. But uh, until recently, I, I noticed it was a really cool 
uh, model. And at, now we're, I feel like we're starting to get stuff like this again, which is great. Um, and certainly like the, the Sinoceratops that you had mentioned, there's a Styracosaurus coming, um, all kinds of stuff like that. So this is, this is a really cool one. I like this one a lot. So, um, I definitely should keep my eye out for that because it looks amazing. Like, yeah, I think uh, because it was never in a movie, I think because it was never in a movie that it kind of got, you know, thrown to the side. It's not very, it's not super sought after as far as like collecting goes. It was part of the original wave, which means that like there was a ton of them produced. So the upsale on these isn't quite as high as some of the other figures, but it's a fantastic figure. And if there's anybody else in the world like me that doesn't mind having multiple dinosaurs uh, or multiples of one species, this is actually a great one to get. Yeah, it looks like it would really like line up nicely with the uh, Sinoceratops. Um, and that Sinoceratops, I love that thing. Uh, despite the issuing with the, the species, um, I think it's a very fantastic uh, design and uh, the sculpt. I love it. I love the, the the roaring action and all that. It's it's spectacular. Also one of my favorites. Um, and the, uh, the Ankylosaurus is one of my least favorites. I have not I have not picked that up yet. Um, oh, so what, Brad, I can't, doing, I can't, man? I don't know. I just can't get into that one for some odd reason. Um, mm. I love, I, I'm, I'm not a huge detractor of many items from the Mattel line, but, uh, that's just one of the ones I constantly bypass. I don't know I why. Think, I think because it's such a, they did such a nice job of keeping it simple. Whereas like the Hasbro version has like the continuously posed arched tail. Um, for me, the Ankylosaur is something that I always wanted out of the Kenner line. And the closest we ever got was a hatchling that I don't even think was considered an Ankylosaurus. It was labeled as some other species um, that came with like the Series 2 Ellie. And I think Mattel knocks it out of the park with this particular toy because it's what I like in Jurassic toys, which is it's not superposed. It's got a its head is like on a swivel, so you can have it like looking in different directions, and they just kind of look cool. I think I have, I have three here on my desk, and they just look cool chilling out as like a little family group. You know, I I really should. Um, what is this one I have? I think it's a play school. Um, did you ever have any play school dinosaurs when you were a kid? Yes, the play school dinosaurs, which were also Mattel, I believe, right? Um, I think so. Um. They but, came with like, did they come with like cavemen and stuff? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think I have any of those, but I have a bunch of the dinosaurs. I have like Dimetrodon, uh, Protoceratops, uh, Moschops, I think. Um, but this, this, I have the Ankylosaurus here, and I feel like it really does resemble the one that they made for this new line. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I, I didn't even like put those things together until now. Um, but yeah, well, you know, let I don't me know ask what you on this. On this figure that you're talking about, is there a circular imprint with a dinosaur logo? Yep. On either okay. On so this bottom. is another Mattel thing, and this is actually something that Mattel has carried over to their new line. So it, this is kind of the Mattel tradition for dinosaur toys: is that they add a little circular stamp on the uh, figure that has a logo inside. And so on this line that you're talking about, I forget what the logo was. Could you? It's just like a, an Apatosaurus looking kind of dinosaur. Right. Okay. And so it is, you're right. It's an Apatosaurus like looking dinosaur, like a silhouette um, in a circle. And on the Jurassic world line, they do the circle, but it has the Jurassic park uh, yeah. T-Rex skeleton, which yeah. is, it's just a really cool nod to kind of Mattel's wow. legacy in dinosaur toys as well, because those were the most popular dinosaur toys until Jurassic park hands down. 
Yeah, you know, uh, this is this is crazy. I, I I've got it side by side, and and I might be warming up to it because of that reason, like because of the legacy, you know. And I I never even considered that before. You but, know, it uh, dawned on that's me. That's pretty awesome. It dawned on me a couple weeks after. I, I was starting to get these figures and I kept noticing this and I saw that I remember like I was like I remember like having old dinosaur toys and I googled it one day and they were by Mattel and I was like those sneaky those sneaky artists got you know it's kind of like they're like it's almost like their stamp of like haha we got it back you know we're the top dinosaur manufacturer now once again you know kind of I don't know I just feel like they they probably maybe lost a little bit of of uh of gusto when when jurassic came along and kenner just knocked out an amazing uh dinosaur line that totally toppled what i think mattel was doing um in those days and mattel was the top dinosaur producer of those in the 90s up until jurassic yeah man that's incredible i i might be warming up to it so i might put it on my list this time i hope you reconsider oh man you've changed me man All right. Well, now that you're a changed man, what's your next item? All right. So I'm going to go with um, – I feel like I do this almost every year. Is I, I like – I love enamel pins. Um, I, are you into into pins very much not or a, no? Not a ton. I, we, we have done this and I'm still – I'm like warming up to it. I had, I had a Jurassic World exhibition pin that was awesome. It was um, – it was just blue with like a silver T-Rex skeleton in the middle. Yeah. And I had it on my bag and it fell off my bag without noticing. And so, I mean, it's an exhibition pin. Like I'm never, I'm never going to get one of those again. And so I'm always hesitant to like want to put them on anything or display them properly. Um, So I'm not too into them, but I do have a few, like I've got the Patty lapel cryo can. I have the loot crate Dilophosaur. Um, I really want the universal 25th anniversary pin. I think that's really nice. Um, so yeah, I'm not opposed to them. Yeah, I, I love them. And I've, I found, uh, you know, pin locks that actually work really, really well. I have it on my work bag. I have a bunch of Jurassic ones on there and some others. Um, and they usually stay on like really good. They've never come off at all. Um, so I'm, I haven't been worried ab- about them whatsoever, but, um, yeah, so I, I did add another pin to my list, uh, this year. Uh, this comes from Kate Gabrielle. Um, so yeah, just go to kategabrielle.com. And uh, there is a fairly alarmed enamel lapel pin. Um, so it's basically, it's just a circle. And it says, I'm fairly alarmed here. Um, and then it's just like, it looks kind of like, um, sort of like a wood circle around the edge that has the words or something like that. And then it's uh, it has like the ground and then uh, a, a T-Rex footprint with water. And you can see the water ripples in there, the uh, impact tremors. And and that line from Ian Malcolm. So I, I just thought this was a really unique one, um, and it's not overtly overtly Jurassic. You know, it kind of like is. You know, it's obviously Jurassic, but not to the uh, you know average person out there. So if you're kind of nervous about like displaying your fandom, I know some people are. Uh, th- I think this is a perfect way to go. This is one of those things. Um, you're talking about the water ripples. It also looks like this T Rex foot is deep. Um, yeah, because of the way she's got like the lines. Um, you know, etched in there. This is one of those items, though, that, yeah, it's like, it's not overtly Jurassic, but like, you know, you cross someone in the street, they they give you the nod of recognition, and it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what's up. 
Yeah, I love that when when you can be covert enough and then somebody else will notice it. That that's the best part of being in a fandom. Um so this is a just a it's a $12 pin. Uh so that's pretty standard for pins uh like this size. Um but yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a 1.25 inch soft enamel iron metal. Uh yeah, it, it's fantastic and uh yeah, yeah, I I love this thing. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm glad you brought this one to our attention. Yeah. All right, so my fifth one is something that I think I think is good for both kids and adults. Um, the last thing that I'm bringing to the table is eh, maybe the last thing. I might sneak an extra one in there. <laughs> um, the last thing that I'm bringing to the table is any kind of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World trading cards. And you might think, well, you know, it's hard to – it's hard to collect original Jurassic Park stuff because how do, how do I complete the collection? Um, I know the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trading cards are kind of hit or miss. Like I yet to see those in the wild. Um, I know you've seen you've seen a few, um, but I think with trading cards like this, you can get lots on eBay for fairly inexpensive, and sometimes you can even find full complete sets uh, for a pretty decent price. And I think if you if you have a longtime Jurassic Park fan in your family. Uh, or it's you, uh, and maybe you weren't around in the early 90s, so you completely missed out on these trading cards. This is something that you could probably ask for uh, that is straight out of the 90s, and they're really cool. I know Jurassic Park had three lines. There was the standard line. There was the gold line, which was the standard line just with like a gold-etched emblem in the corner, and then there was a full Series 2, and then the Lost World had a line. Jurassic Park 3 had a line. And now Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom has a line. So, you know, for older fans or fans of the original franchise, this might complete some kind of uh, nostalgia trip for them. But uh, as far as like maybe like younger, newer fans who definitely miss this by I'm talking 20 years, maybe (laughs) this is something that you buy lots of and, uh, you know, give them out as, you know, here's some for Christmas. And then maybe for doing chores or something, they can have a few more or something like that. Like, I don't know. Do kids still get bribed like we did in the 90s? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh... but uh, yeah, I mean, even for even for super young fans, finding a complete set of these uh, would be super cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I actually really did consider putting them on my list, like this specifically like the 90s versions. Um, I, I still love mine. I have them in like the, the old fashioned, like sleeve. Are they old fashioned? Do kids still use these things? Uh, the, you know, the sleeve that you could put the cards in, uh, it had yeah, like they nine totally, cards they totally in it. Do. Um, <laughs> they totally do. And it's funny cause the last time I went home, I was like combining my card collection and I had to go buy sheets of cards. And I was like, well, where do I go? There's no, there's no card stores anymore. I know. Oh my God. The like, card stores were the best remember card stores. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, dude, so good. Um, but yeah, you can get you can get sleeves for like they're like five bucks, and you get like ten or twenty sleeves. You can't buy them like individually at like a Meyer or a Walmart or a Target or anything, but you can buy packs. Um, the sleeves are a lot thinner than when we were kids. Um, you know, the ones yeah. that we the ones that I've got mine protected in from a, from childhood are like they're protected. Um, now they're super thin and, and kind of cheap feeling, but eh, they get the job done. Yeah, uh, I, I I should definitely pick some of those up because I've been you know collecting the the newer packs, um, which are 
at least in stores, kind of hard to find. I haven't uh, come across any in a while. Um, I feel like once they sold out, that was it. But um, I'm sure there's a secondary secondary market for them. And hopefully they – I don't know. I never actually looked on the company's website to find them. So maybe they're available there. Um, but the new ones are pretty pretty great. I'm actually really enjoying them. Um, there's a lot of uh, variation to the cards. Uh, there's like uh, like sort of like 3D-like ones. There's uh, movie cards that specifically from the movies or – uh, different characters and stuff like that. There's like glow in the dark. There's all kinds of different stuff. Um, oh, and like the um, the the shimmery ones where you can kind of like move them back and forth and they change. Uh, those yeah. are pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, the the new ones are pretty fantastic as well. So you know, if you do see those, definitely pick those up because I think kids will really love those. Or yeah, adults. I <laughs> yeah, kids or adults. I mean, I think it just depends on kind of when you were born and and what your access is to you know, having a family member that maybe has these, but yeah. you know, like I said, on eBay, you can get entire sets. You can get lots um, that are random. You can get original unopened boxes of cards, which I don't know if I would even have the guts to open at this point. Cause the boxing and packaging is so oh, great. So good. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. I think collecting cards aside from like, I know there's Pokemon and Digimon, but that's part of a game. I think if you were to buy the older ones now, you're definitely missing out on that on that social aspect of it that we had when we were kids. Like I specifically remember trading these away um, with a friend of mine, you know, uh, him and I were really into it. And so we completed our collections pretty quick just because we had two people going after these cards. Um, But, you know, who knows? It could be a fun thing for, for, um, you know, someone to get into hunting them down on eBay. Uh, Even there's even individual cards you can get, um, you know, to fill a collection. So, uh, there's just a lot of really cool stuff. There's art, there's behind the scenes, there's individual character photos, um, you know, really good shots of the animatronics. There's shots that were never in the movies yeah, uh, because they were just like photo stills taken on set. Uh, there's just so many cool things. And, you know, they've all got little paragraphs explaining uh, like lore and stuff. That's what a lot of people don't really know is that the, the expanded universe of Jurassic didn't happen in a book or or really any, it happened on cards and in a f- select few comics. So this is where my imagination stemmed from was these cards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really do love those old cards. Um, and, and even so like the, um, the cards that came with like the figures and stuff like that, those are pretty fantastic as well. Those are a little bit separate from these kind of items, but um, anything that like added to the lore was fantastic back then. Um, I, I do have a, like a handful of the, the trading cards. Um, but yeah, I don't, I never had like a full, um, you know, collection of them. So that's always been something I'm, I've been like looking to get into. And I, I do see people constantly like picking them up at trade shows or, or, you know, just getting them off eBay. So they are pretty accessible now. Yeah, I think they're accessible. Yeah, like you said, trade shows or eBay. Um, I remember one time I walked into, geez, it was probably the last card shop I've been in back in like the early 2000s. Um, and he had like an entire set of Jurassic Park gold for like $20. I didn't uh, even have to hunt for it. He just happened to have it and, you know, almost pristine condition and out I walked. So, wow. um, you know, that's definitely something I'm appreciative to have now. And they're fun to look back on um, as the years go by. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice, nice way to wrap that uh, list up. Um, so I guess I'll move on to my last one then. Your last one. My last one 
is is a bit interesting because uh, you know when I was looking at my list today, I, uh, I I put something on there, and then when I just sent my list to Aaron, he's like, "Hey man, this one's sold out," and I was like, "No, are you kidding me? What happened? Like it was literally for sale uh, earlier today." But uh, now it's not, so I don't know what's going on there. It, it'll probably be restocked in some way. Um, I don't know. But uh, you can always contact the, uh, the seller there. But this is on Etsy. Uh, let's see. What's the – let me, let me get, make sure I get the – 3D Poke Printing uh, is the seller on Etsy. So I, I was initially looking up a Velociraptor resonating chamber <laughs> because I, I love that thing. That is – you know, it's the thing from Jurassic Park that uh, – Jurassic Park 3 that was 3D printed – Way ahead of its time back in 2001 by Billy Brennan. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that was like we were always blown away by that resonating chamber and the the sound that it made, the fact that it was 3D printed, um, and it replicates a part of the Velociraptor, which was so cool. Um, And and it's it's a thing that I've kind of always wanted to collect. And, uh, you know, I wanted a cheap version of it, and I found it right here. It was was only like – oh, man, what was it? Uh, It was – like 12 bucks or something very cheap. It was very cheap. Um, maybe a little bit more. I think there was two versions of it, which are now sold out. So I will include this just in case, um, it does pop up because it was a very cheap option, actually 3d printed. Um, so you basically could replicate the movie in that sense, but, uh, it is not available at this moment. It was literally sold out today. Um, but, uh, as of this recording, but I will include it just in case, but I do have a follow-up item. Uh, which is also the Velociraptor Velociraptor resonating chamber uh, from Chronicle Collectibles. So uh, you know, if you want a little bit of the higher end version of that same same product, um, I, I don't know. If, I'm assuming they're making it uh, with a little bit different quality. And this one is painted. The other one was unpainted, uh, but it does come with, I guess, this Jurassic Park three little stand, which is very cool. But this is like one of the cheapest items that Chronicle uh, is selling. Uh, it's only $119.99. So that's like a buy it now kind of option. You really, uh, uh, you, sh- you know, it, you could do a payment plan, I guess, here, but it's one of their cheaper items. And specifically for like a, a Christmas list or holiday item, like it's perfect for that. Uh, did you take a look at this one? Yeah. So I think what's neat is that the the, the 3D printed one you're talking about. Yeah. If someone out there is interested in this, contact the buyer or contact the seller. Yeah. I'm sure they would definitely be willing to print you one for the money, right? Like of they're not going to turn yeah. down business. So, you know, if it's something you want to uh, go for it, the Chronicle Collectibles one, I actually love that thing. Plus the stand. The stand yeah. is so cool. Just being the Jurassic Park 3 logo. The I original yeah. Jurassic Park 3 oh, logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a Spinosaurus. It is it is such a good-looking stand alone. Like, it's almost worth it just for that. Just um, for the stand. <laughs> but, like, the resonating chamber is just one of those things that I just – I know it probably – it doesn't work in that way, but I just want to bring it up and do the, like – you know, I just want to, like, blow into it and make those funny noises that Grant and and, and Billy made. Uh, it's just so, so such a silly item to own, but – um, you know, I can't really say that I want to own a lot of like these like replica props and stuff like that, but this is one of those items that I'm like, I kind of need that. And it kind of would look weird and gross on a shelf, but um, <laughs> I'm totally down for it. So I lost my train of thought here, but yeah, I think 
I do have a little bit of beef with Chronicle at this point is I think last year, in fact, I know last year because I researched last year's episode before I recorded this one. I said, hey, put the Chronicle collectibles Raptor hatchlings on your Christmas list. And it's been another year and those things still aren't available. So I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, I knew that there would be a delay, but now we're looking at a nine month delay at this point, which is getting to be a bit excessive. Uh, but, you know, um, Chronicle makes pretty good products, so I can't see why uh, this one would be any different. I don't think it's going to be the craziest of high-end products, but um, I think for the price, uh, I think they'll do an okay job. So have you – were you even able to pre-order it or no? So I did. I did, okay, you did pre-order, pre-order, and I have actually – because when you pre-order through Chronicle, you don't pay – Later, you pay kind of upfront, so your payment plans like start right away. Okay. So it's like done and paid for. So I'm oh, just, wow. I yeah, I took my Christmas money last year and put it towards that, and I am just waiting for it to happen. I think I'm going to give it another few months and then try to cancel. Well, th- there's definitely going to be no, there's no trying. It was too expensive to not be reimbursed. But um, yeah, so I mean, I trust that they're going to make it. I'm just waiting for when. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At, at least for, um, let's see, for this resonating chamber, uh, they're estimated uh, to ship it in the first quarter of 2019. Um, it uh, It's uh, one pound. It uh, measures six inches wide, five inches deep, 5.5 inches tall. It does say it's not intended to be a toy or have that, that uh, play feature sound. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, well. Um, but it is a one-to-one replica, so that's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's estimated for the first quarter. Um, we'll see. I mean, it, it's cheap enough. I think I might get it or at least put it on my list. It's a nice little item. I'm excited for it. So you mentioned Chronicle. Now, we've done a pretty good job this year of keeping, I think, all the items at a reasonable price. If there was one of these crazy expensive items out there, what would be one that you would pick? Oh man, let me I'm let me you take on the spot a little bit. Yeah, let me take a look because like I I do I like I don't necessarily take the chance uh with a lot of these items, but if I was like no there's no risk involved or anything, no I'm just risk. like just oh man. I don't know. Um the Iron Studios Raptors in the kitchen, you've got the Oh, uh, oh even those? Oh man. You know, honestly, I I, I I do love I love the baby raptors, but I feel like there's not a, a a risk in those really per se because like they'll probably come out good, um, and they aren't the most expensive ones either. I I think I might go with like baby blue, baby blue. Okay, I don't know. I, I feel like that could be a really interesting statue. Um, you know, is is it one to one? Yeah, it's one to one. So that's a pretty big item. Um, and it looks pretty fantastic from like the production images. So I, I would just like, I would just like go for that because I'd love to have that little, you know, life-sized baby blue. I think that would be fantastic. It is $999 and 99 cents. So just that's a, a little quick, steep. just a quick grand. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see, you're, you're picking the Chronicle collectibles, baby blue. I'm going to go with the, prime one studios tyrannosaurus rex yeah and if you've been on their website for a uh a cool 849 um you can get the uh deluxe edition um 
it, this thing is a, it's a beast. Uh, it is the, it is the queen T-Rex in, you know, all the glory there. Uh, again, we're assuming there's no risk in quality, uh, you know, control or anything. Uh, but for 849, you get that big T-Rex. Um, she's just walking along the street uh, in front of the electrified fence with the, the plants in the background. Uh, it's an absolutely gorgeous piece. And I think uh, for a super high-end holiday gift, uh, I think that's the one that I would choose. Yeah, that, that I don't think you can go wrong with that one. That that thing looks beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's a fun little exercise just to see like, would you go with? I, you know, uh, that Rex is so good though. Oh man, I don't it's know. It's like, quick, like, how would you spend $1,000 on something <laughs> silly? I don't know. I, I kind of like the uh, life-size aspect of some of the items that they have. Uh, and you right. really can't get that a lot. Um, so I think like, if I was to choose a life-size one, it would certainly be the baby blue. Um, I, I, the, the heads and things like that don't really uh, appeal to me as much as some others, but um, they, they right, could be cool right, as right. well. Right. But yeah, man, that that uh, that's it. Uh, that wraps up our, our lists for this year, another year down. That's pretty crazy. And I always look forward to these episodes where we can kind of uh, find some unique items, some things that people aren't really um, – you know, used to seeing out on the market or don't know about. So I, I hope we uh, shine a light on some really cool stuff today. So like I said, all of these items are, I'll, I'll include all the random things that we talked about here. They will be in a gallery in our show notes or even on a uh, special post. I'll probably put a, a, singular, a singular post out there just for this uh, episode. So make sure to keep your eye out for that. Support all these um you know, the uh, small time, small businesses and, uh, you know, even the bigger ones as well uh, or the officially licensed stuff. Support it all. Make sure to buy all this great Jurassic stuff and uh, tell tell Universal essentially that you want more. You know, even though there is so much right now, we, we always want more, right? Like, I, I, I think that's our problem. I think that is the problem. I love that every year we're like, hey, just go out and buy all this stuff. Like, we're pushers. <laughs> like, like we're getting paid to do this. No one's paying us no, anything. No, we have, we have no, I'm sorry, we have no like special codes for you or anything. Uh, maybe once these episodes air and these people hear that, but uh, as of right now, we have nothing. If that ever pops up, we'll let you know. But, you know, we, we like what we like and we try to share that stuff with you guys. So I hope you enjoyed everything that we put on our lists. Yeah, man, uh, this was a really good uh, season, a uh, really good year for this list, man. I, I really enjoyed some of the stuff you brought to the table. I'm going to have to it, take a look at it. It was tough. It was certainly tough. And uh, later on uh, in December, I believe, we'll actually have more of kind of like a last-minute uh, shopping episode for specifically Mattel items. So, you know, keep your ears tuned uh, for that later on, uh, you know, just in case you need some last-minute stuff stuff that's like under a hundred dollars so that'll be a fun episode i'm really looking forward to that one but uh this is this episode just gives you a little bit more time uh to catch up on your shopping so uh, i hope you enjoyed it so aaron where can everybody find you online uh everyone can find me at aaron d buyer on twitter uh or you can look up imdb which once again i have not updated but you can still look at it uh you can see the movies that i worked on up until about two years ago uh, <laughs> it's just- that's the last thing I want to do is sit and enter a hundred movies into IMDb. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so time consuming. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Please, you know, uh, interact with me over on Twitter. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, I hope you all enjoy the upcoming season. Have a good one. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all of our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast and, of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 175th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a big thanks goes out to Aaron for joining me for the news segment and the holiday gift guide. We really hope you take advantage of these awesome gift ideas. Support these small creators and the big studios just to show that Universal uh, needs to create more stuff. And even at the height of Jurassic, we are still primed for more. I know I am very excited for this holiday season, so make sure to let us know if you're going to be picking up any of these items that we put on our lists. Also, please don't forget about the full holiday gift guide on our website featuring all the links and a bunch of the pics of those items. Also, don't miss Tom Fishenden's great article and interview on Jurassic World Evolution, Secrets of Dr. Wu. Both articles are available on our website. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast, and our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for Jurassic fans like you to find us. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com to find everything you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own, send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you could submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.